up, everybody? I'm Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal, along with my co-host, Chris Kay. Welcome to Debating Metal, the show where we discuss and debate our favorite forms of music, hard rock and heavy metal. And this week, we're giving you our take on the greatest hits of one of music's premier hard rock bands. Formed in 1975, when one of the most influential British guitarists joins forces with the American rock group Elf to record their first album. With eight studio albums, a handful of live albums, and a revolving door of musicians and singers, this band has sold over 30 million albums worldwide. Though they disbanded for the first time in 1984, they reformed in 1993 and recorded a new album and toured for another four years before disbanding again. But after a 19-year hiatus, the band reformed with an all-new lineup and played some European festivals on and off for the next few years. On this episode, we're picking our 15 favorite songs, and whichever tracks are duplicated, those make the final list. The rest, Chris and I will debate to see which ones make the final 15. Then we'll arrange them in concert set list order to give you our ultimate Rainbow's Greatest Hits. All right, so here we are again with another episode of Greatest Hits. Uh, this time is Rainbow. The guitarist that we were talking about is Richie Blackmore, as I'm pretty sure everyone was able to figure out. Um, and the revolving door of musicians is a very, very long list that started with Ronnie James Dio. What are your thoughts, you know, on the band itself, Rainbow as a whole? I mean, I I like most incarnations of Rainbow, to be honest. Um, Richie Blackmore is a fantastic songwriter, guitarist. Um, I gotta say, I mean, I love Dio. I, I, who in metal really doesn't? <laughs> Um, there's been some great singers that went through the band, Graham Bonnet, uh, Joe Lynn Turner, uh, even Doogie White, the stuff that he did was really good. Um, so, I mean, as a whole, even though there's a, a vast amount of musicians that played in that band, I, I've pretty much always enjoyed Rainbow on some level. I got into Rainbow in the early 80s, basically... Um, after or, or right around the time that Straight Between the Eyes came out, and I kind of backtracked a little bit only because I, I kind of was forced into backtracking because they the 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 videos that they had for Can't Happen Here and All Night Long and I Surrender. Now was it I Surrender? Yeah, I Surrender. Um, or no, since, I'm sorry. Since you've been gone, they they were played heavily on MTV. As well as a local, uh, a local high school had access to, so it was like a cable access show, but it was th- through uh, one of my high schools in my district, and they played videos all the time, and they had a lot of, a lot of really cool rock videos, and a bunch of them were, were the Rainbow ones, so that's how I got into Rainbow. So you know, Stone Cold and and All Night Long and Can't Happen Here, the, those were just all the time all the time and so that's how i got into them and then mtv played their um a live show from san antonio um and i was like yeah this is great so that's how i got into rainbow and then you know of course learning about richie blackmore and then going backwards into deep purple and all that stuff it was pretty cool okay so you actually knew about rainbow before deep purple um i don't i don't know i I mean i've i had heard deep purple you know and um so it wasn't like I like for instance I wasn't that smart on 
ooh, this song Smoke on the Water is by Richie, you know, by Deep Purple and Richie Blackmore's this influential guitar player. I, I didn't oh, okay. know it like that. Um, so I, I, it may have, like I had heard about Deep Purple. I had heard Smoke on the Water, but I didn't necessarily know that that was Richie. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people have heard Smoke on the Water and didn't know even who the band was. Right. So, you know, I had heard Child in Time. I had heard Highway Star. You know, there's a lot of those songs that just was played on the radio, but I didn't I didn't put the connection together until I, I started really getting into it in, in the early 80s um, when MTV started. So, and it's so weird. I, I forget. It was MT, MTV started in 1981, right? Mm-hmm. And that, the, the, to me, I mean, that was, I was 12 years old. And there's so much there. Like, I, I, I always forget that it was 81. And that period between 81 and 84, there was so much stuff that I learned. So much stuff that I absorbed when it came to rock and metal music that it, it's, it's, mind-boggling to think about how much music information I literally, you know, uh, uh, just swallowed. <laughs> you know, it's just hard to put it in any other way. And that Rainbow and Deep Purple were part of it. So, and then, I mean, buying magazines left and right. I mean, I bought magazines for years until I, I moved away. <laughs> Until magazines stopped pretty much yeah, existing, almost. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was a crazy time. That that early eighties, man, that was quite the time to get into rock and metal. Definitely was. All right, but we're here to talk about Rainbow tonight. And uh, so last week or the previous episode, I think the Led Zeppelin episode, I went first on my choices. So I'm going to have you go first tonight. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to do this in chronological order like I usually do. Um, starting with the first album, I've got Man on the Silver Mountain. Uh, with this, with Rising, I've got uh, Tarot Woman, Starstruck, Do You Close Your Eyes, and Stargazer. Uh, then from Long Live Rock and Roll, I've got Lady of the Lake, Gates of Babylon, and Kill the King. And from Down to Earth, I've got Since You've Been Gone. From Difficult to Cure, I've got I Surrender. From Straight Between the Eyes, I've got Death Alley Driver. From Bent Out of Shape, I've got Stranded and Fire Dance. And from Stranger in Us All, I've got Wolf to the Moon and Black Masquerade. Wow. <laughs> I told you, I ran, I ran the gamut. What? Not expecting that at all. Um, this is a, there's not a lot of crossover. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm like floored at this one because if for all the ones we've done, I think this is the one that's been the most averse. Oh, wow. And, and I would have thought it wouldn't have been that way, but I, I, in, in, I guess subconsciously somewhere in the back of my mind, I kind of had an idea that it might be. Only because I know that you tend to uh, look at things a little differently, and I know you liked the the Ronnie era of Rainbow a lot more than any of the other eras. Yes, and so um, it's definitely definitely diverse. Okay, 
All right, well, it's my turn, and I'm going to do this in chronological order. So let's start it off with Man on the Silver Mountain from Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, the first album. Number two, Tarot Woman from Rising, A Light in the Black from Rising. Number four, Long Live Rock and Roll from the self-titled album. Or the album with the same name, not self-titled, excuse me. Uh, number five, Kill the King from Long Live Rock and Roll. Number six, All Night Long from Down to Earth, Since You've Been Gone from Down to Earth, and Lost in Hollywood from Down to Earth. Uh, number nine, I Surrender, and ten, Can't Happen Here, both off of Difficult to Cure. Number 11, Jealous Lover, which was a B-side to the uh, song Can't Happen Here, which also appeared on Final Vinyl for the first time as an official release. And then uh, number 12, Stone Cold. Number 13, Death Alley Driver. Number 14, or those both, both those songs came off of Straight Between the Eyes. Number 14, Street of Dreams. And 15, Can't Let You Go, both off of Bent Out of Shape. I had nothing from Stranger in Us All. So there is definitely some debating to go on tonight. I think we only crossed over six songs. <laughs> wow. Okay, so now what we're going to do is, um, for those of you who are new to our show, um, we are <clears throat> we have six songs that are crossed over. We have 15 places. So we actually have nine songs that we have to pick, and that's uh, a lot. Normally it's about anywhere from six, seven, and eight. But this is a lot, uh, having to pick nine songs, which is fine. It's cool. It's awesome. Um, first round, we are each going to pick a song from our own list that we want to keep. Second round, we're going to pick a, a song from our list that we are willing to let go of. Round three, we're each going to pick a song from the other person's list to keep. Round four, we're going to keep uh, we're going to drop a song from each other's list that uh, we don't want. And then we go back to um, picking the next fifth round. We pick a song from our own list to keep and so forth until we get down to the last spot. And then we uh, punch each other in the face. Figuratively. <laughs> Maybe in reality. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Um and I already told you that this is a song that I'm going to keep, definitely want to keep on here. But now, since there's such a, a, a wide diversity of songs we have to figure out, I, I got a couple songs I want to keep on here. And I'm like, I can't believe we're not going to put that song on here. I don't know if that's the case. So, all right. Um, since you went first, get to go first now in picking a song you want to keep. Whew. Um Let's see. Um, I have to go with the first. Uh, um, I almost said Black Sabbath. Uh, the the first Rainbow song I ever heard. Uh, one that's always stuck with me is Starstruck. I'm gonna pick that one. Starstruck. Okie dokie. Well, my first one, and I told you I was gonna call it. Uh, is going to be Jealous Lover um, from the B-side because I really think that's one of the better tunes that they did in the um, Joe Lynn Turner era. Uh, I think it's probably um, 
second behind that single that they had for I Surrender in terms of just sheer better quality kind of songs. I'm surprised it didn't it wasn't on an album. I don't know why it wouldn't have been on an album. Uh, it doesn't make sense because it probably would have been a bigger hit. I mean, to think it was a B-side and then it made it onto the final vinyl when they released that after they disbanded. So it's kind of weird, but I like the song. It's, like the song it's not bad. Uh, I, it's not one of my favorites, but I, I still like it. All right. So now you get to pick a song you're going to drop. Oof. Um, okay. Let's see. Let me think about this. Um, you know, I like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I do like the Doogie White album. Um, I think it's underrated because people kind of passed over it because of when it came out. Um, but I'm, I'm going to drop Black Masquerade. I think it's a good track, but it's probably my least favorite one that's here. Well, good. I'm glad I don't have to do it. (laughs) In case you couldn't hear it, I rolled my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) all right um because we already have now two songs from rising and there's nothing wrong with having three um i'm going to go ahead and drop uh a light in the black all right i like the song metallica put it on their their ronnie rising medley um, yes, Matt, that is my weekly Metallica uh, reference. Again, if you couldn't hear it, that was my eyes rolling. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, that whole album from beginning to end, I love. Um, that was one. It was a funny story. It was um, in college. I actually got that out, that CD stuck in my CD player and could not get it out. And I didn't have radio in that car, so all I had to listen to for like several months was was Rainbow Rising. At least it wasn't the first album. It's true, <laughs> but it's an album the that first. I can listen to from beginning to end. You know, so it's yeah. at least there's that. Yeah, the the first album would have been rough to listen to. I mean, not that it was bad, bad, because um, they had they had good songs in there, but it wasn't as good as the rest of stuff it that wasn't came as along refined. later. And that, that, I mean, right. that shows to a degree because the the songs we picked were one song from that album. So, <laughs> one song. And the funny thing is, they did they they did that song, which was a Yardbirds cover, "Still I'm Sad," right? And they did it again on uh, Strangers in the Saul. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, from what I read, that the first version they did was an instrumental. With the the the, the one that was on Stranger in the Saul actually had words. He he just really likes that song. Apparently. <laughs> okay, so now it's time for you to pick a song off of my list you want to keep. Hmm. It's a tough one. Um. Hmm. 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 I think I'm going to pick Can't Let You Go off of Ben Out of Shape. Um, right. It's a good track. It's got a really cool, like, um, organ part in it. Something a little different, so. Yeah. 
it's a it's a little different. I mean, it's you know it's one of those haunting kind of keyboard parts. Yeah. Um, but I like those kinds of things. That that was that was popular back in the day. You know, Ozzy and Don Airy. You know, with the Mr. Crowley kind of brought that to the forefront. But it's it's um, it's more like a an organ sound, even more so yeah, than it, like the orchestrals that. Uh, Right, yeah, it's it's more organ. It, it it actually is very very reminiscent of all the old kind of creepy um, original horror movies. Not not the the blood and gore ones, but you know the 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 Dracula, like the old Dracula, yeah, like yeah, Dracula, Frankenstein type of thing. That that kind of gives you that vibe. I like the song. Okay, so I'm going to pick from your list to keep um, Gates of Babylon. It's a good choice. That It's a song off of uh, Long Live Rock and Roll. We only have one song right now off of Long Live Rock and Roll, so that makes it two. It's it's a really like kind of epic building song. I just, I love that track. And it has really good harmonies in it too. So I, I like your choice. Obviously, like I like I said earlier, um, that you're more influenced by the early Ronnie era, where I'm more of the 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 late or the 82 era, and it shows in the songs that we picked. Um, so it, it's it's going to be interesting how this puts itself together, because I don't think I don't think Richie Blackmore would have picked half these songs <laughs> myself. You know. He's, including mine, including yeah, some of he's I'd an pick. interesting cat. He'd probably pick all songs that nobody else would pick. He'd pick like his two covers of Still I'm Sad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, now it's time for you to pick a song off of my list you want to drop. Mm, that's tough too. Um, of your list though. I've never really resonated too much with this song, so I'm going to drop uh, Street of Dreams from Ben Out of Shape. Really? Yeah. It's it's all right. It just... It it was one that it just... I kind of start thinking about other things when it plays, you know? It, <laughs> there are those tracks that just don't grab you, and then you're, you're like, driving in traffic, and then you like, where where did I go? <laughs> <laughs> I just passed my exit because I was thinking about my laundry. You know, um, so uh, Richie's band, uh, Blackmore's Night, mm-hmm. the Renaissance band, they did a version of the song. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they they it wasn't, but it wasn't Renaissance. It was kind of weird. They they kind of made it more accessible than it already is it was and now i don't even say poppier it wasn't poppier it was just almost to a degree softer oh interesting um i'll have to check that out yeah it's it's uh it's not a bad version at all it's just just different i guess you could say but not dramatically different that's that's one thing you can definitely say about richie is like he he is never consistent, but that's not a bad thing. Like he's he's just always experimenting, always trying new things, and um, he does what he wants, which I can admire. So, so a a did you know for all those sports fans out there, um, Richie Blackmore 
cannot repeat guitar solos. Or so he says. He doesn't, rem- <laughs> he doesn't remember them. From night to night, he will not remember a guitar solo. So if you listen to all the versions of, you know, Smoke on the Water that he has done over the years or versions of, of uh, you know, uh, Man in a Silver Mountain or whatever you wanted to say from Rainbow, he does not play the same guitar solo. It's so weird that he cannot remember <laughs> a guitar solo. I don't think he tries. And I, I think that's part of, like, who he is, is he just he just plays what he feels. And there's a lot of guitars out there that are just like that. They just play what they feel. So Yeah, and I don't... In reality, I don't have a problem with that, right? Yeah. But the funny thing is, like... There's some guitar solos that he's done that are, ex- excuse me, there's some guitar solos that he has done that are just exceptionally melodic. Specifically, I'm referencing uh, the guitar solo in um, Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. I love that guitar solo. One of the best guitar solos out there, and it's just, for me, very memorable. And when you hear when you hear the live version, it's like, he doesn't play it. And it's so disappointing because <laughs> it... Because it's such a good guitar solo. Well, there's examples out there like that, like um, what's uh, Jesper Stromblad that that uh, played with In Flames for years. He would write the the solos, and then he would be like, "I don't want to play them," so he had handed them off to the other guitarist. You know, there's there's guys out there like that that just, you know, they don't they just do their thing and that's it. And so I think Richie's a really good example of that. Is he just he does what he wants to when he wants to. Uh, yeah, definitely. And the other thing I like about Richie is how he took his guitar. He, like he never cut his guitar strings when he put them on. He just turned them into like little uh, circles. You know, he wound them up on top of his strat into little tiny circles on top of his uh, headstock. I love that look on his guitars. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. It's, um, I'm sure that annoys some. It's like uh, Michael Shanker never cuts him. He just leaves them all. Uh, oh, those that's that. I, that has never bothered me, but that's just kind of like uh, that's dangerous. Going to poke someone's <laughs> eye out. Well, sort of like what uh, what did uh, um, happen with KK Downing? He had. Uh, oh gu- yeah, gu- that's right. It, he got hit with a guitar because they couldn't cut the string in time because the string broke and they had to put it on the guitar. Yes. And, they, and then, yeah, I think Rob hit the guitar and freaking stabbed him <laughs> and st- stabbed him in the eye. And that, that's why KK's never been invited back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's why KK has those sunglasses in that video for was it uh, Rock You All Around the World Not, or or was it Parental Guidance? Yes, one of one of those really bad songs oh. off of turbo what are you talking about parental guidance is so good mm-hmm. <laughs> again my eyes are rolling <laughs> <laughs> i heard that one <laughs> all right um so now it's time for me to drop a song off of your list yes <sighs> not because i dislike the song but only because I don't think it's necessary to have three songs off this album. I'm going to drop uh, Lady of the Lake. Killing me. That's fine. <laughs> I'm killing you. I thought you, It's about time. I thought you were going to say a different song. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right. So now 
we're back to the beginning, right? So we what do we have here? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So we still have five spots to go, and a bunch of songs to cross off. So now it's time for you to pick a song off your list to want to keep. We're back to the beginning again. Okay. Um. Let's see. I gotta think about this because you gotta be strategic here. You know, I'm gonna pick Fire Dance because it's it's a very fast paced song. Probably the fastest song on this list uh, would be. I mean, if you're thinking about it in a concert format too, it'd be a lot of fun to hear. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. Okay, I I can see that. I know you. I know you like the song a lot. Um, it's 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 fast. It's right up there with. Uh, Spotlight Kid, Lost in Hollywood is also a pretty quick song. True. Um, But for me to pick a song off my list I want to keep, I'm going to pick Stone Cold from Straight Between the Eyes. I really love that song. I just mentioned how I I like the guitar solo. It's not a very fast-paced song at all, but it's uh, it's got a lot of emotion, and the guitar solo is just so melodic and, and... it, that guitar solo to me invokes a, a lot of emotion, so that's my pick. Okay. All right, so now you get to pick a song off of your list you want to drop. Um, I'm going to drop Do You Close Your Eyes. I think it's a good song, but it's kind of what I was hoping you were going to pick when you picked uh, Lady of the Lake, but <laughs> it's it's all right. <laughs> All right. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. I'm dropping the song, but we only have three more spots left um, for to fill songs into. Yes. All right. So, song from my list that I want to drop. Um, I think in this particular case, I'm going to drop. And this is just going to make my list that much more difficult later on. I'm going to drop Lost in Hollywood. Okay. So now that brings us to the part where you pick a song off of my list you want to keep. So now, before you do that, when you pick a song off of my list to keep and I pick a song off of your list to keep, that brings us to 14 songs and then the drops will create the leftover that we're going to keep. Not the one. We're going to have to battle the last one out. All so right. You need to be judicious. I always am. Um, let's see. I'm picking one from your list. So you got Long Live Rock and Roll, All Night Long, and Can't Happen Here. Um... I'm thinking I'm going to go with All Night Long from Down to Earth. That you're going to keep? I'm going to keep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not not an easy choice, but they never are. No, they're not. All right, so now I need to pick a song off of your list that I want to keep. So I'm going to pick the song Stargazer. Because I liked the song, I just liked the other songs more. <laughs> so, but I want to keep that one because, because quite honestly, "Stranded" and "Wolf to the Moon" 
I'm not, especially Wolf to the Moon, I'm not as familiar with that song as as uh, I could be. Uh, I think a lot of people, like, if fans of Rainbow would be upset if Stargazer wasn't on a Greatest Hits. But then again, that doesn't really matter because we left off... Uh, oh, well, you pissed off all the freaking Alter Bridge <laughs> fans out there. <laughs> I mean, I think the other one that, that you left off of on one of my lists, I don't think that was so shocking. That was more of a you thing, but then... Right, that was more of a me thing. Open your um, eyes. Open your eyes. That's like everybody's favorite Walter Bridge song. Actually, no. that that to, You know what that, that song represents to me? That is like the perfect bridge for the fans who were Creed fans who became Alter Bridge fans and we're expecting it to be very similar, that song is the bridge song. That's probably why it got left off the list. <laughs> <laughs> probably. But, you know, obviously because the band has changed dramatically since that first album. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> All right. So now you get to pick a song off of my list that you want to drop. So remember, the song that you leave is going to go up against the song that I leave on your list. Gotcha. I'm going to drop Can't Happen Here. Wow. Okay. So that leaves Long Live Rock and Roll off of your list. And I'm going to drop uh, the Wolf Song (laughs) off of your list. Gotcha. Poor Doogie. (laughs) I'm sorry, Doogie. But you should have stuck to the doctor show on TV. <laughs> All right. So that leaves us with Stranded and Long Live Rock and Roll. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I like both songs a lot. What's cool about Stranded is it really doesn't sound anything like anything else we have on our list. Um. Long Live Rock and Roll is kind of an anthem. It's kind of one of the reasons I didn't pick it initially because I just uh, kind of overhearing it at this point. But it's still a good song. I mean, it, it either one could go on the list and be very valid to me. Stranded, it would, again, what's cool is it's also later era. I think we've got... Let's see, seven songs from the Ronnie era, so roughly half. Um, and then we've got two from from um, Graham Bonnet, and then what, five or six from, I guess five technically right now, of uh, Joe Lynn Turner. So it just depends right. on how much we want to represent each era too true so what do you think um for me i you know between these two songs my personal instinct would go to long live rock and roll because um ronnie was still playing that song or a portion of that song to to the end of his time with dio 
Um, he would always do a medley of some sort that had, you know, Long Live Rock and Roll, Man on a Silver Mountain, thrown in there with an, uh, a, a Dio song in the middle or something like that. So I I liked... I like the fact that he did that because he always he always tried to represent a little bit of all his his career in in one show. Mm-hmm. So and he always so, so between that man and the Silver Mountain, he always played those songs. And yes, it's a it's a an anthem, but I think that's what makes a song really good. I mean, you think about it. There's not too many songs out there that really. Uh, grab you when it comes to long you know to 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 rock, to rock and roll and that long live rock and roll i mean shit just the fact that that kind of song was created i mean that was going to be one of those things that just goes down permanently in in the pantheon of of rock history you know <laughs> so that for me would be the song to put on here it would almost be a crime for it not to be but i could see you know how you know with our history of song <laughs> choices how that could be left off i mean i'm i'm kind of in agreement like i said it's a it's a pretty iconic song from their career so i'm fine with it going on there i mean stranded is not a bad song but to me like you've got fire dance on there which i think is a better song yeah um and you know we have death alley driver uh um, we have um, a couple other, like Kill the King, a couple of these kind of quick songs that, you know, uh, get you in the mood. And Stranded, I don't know, I think Fire Dance would have been a better song to start the album with than Stranded. Gotcha, yeah. But that's, you know, that's obviously, you know, uh, 40, 38 years ago to make that decision, so... <laughs> All right, so we're going to keep Long Live Rock and Roll. All right, Chris, let them know the list. All right. So we've got Man on the Silver Mountain from Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, Tarot Woman, Starstruck, and Stargazer from Rising, Gates of Babylon, Long Live Rock and Roll, and Kill the King from Long Live Rock and Roll, All Night Long, and Since You've Been Gone from Down to Earth, I Surrender from Difficult to Cure, Jealous Lover, which was a B-side and on Final Vinyl, uh, Death Alley Driver and Stone Cold from Straight Between the Eyes, Fire Dance, and Can't Let You Go from Ben Out of Shape. There you go. There you have it. I like the, I like the songs we picked. Uh, I think they do definitely go a little diverse. I think had, let's say, in my opinion, had Stone Cold been left off, um, or a song like All Night Long been left off, it it it, it would have been almost a disservice. I really liked that. That was the first uh, Graham Bonnet song I heard from Rainbow. Then it wasn't until later on that I heard Since You've Been Gone. Um, and I think for what um, Richie wanted to do, Since You've Been Gone was yeah, Since You've Been Gone is the right way the right way to have gone about it because it's a it's a it's a Russ Ballard song. Russ is known for making these cool hits, um, but because that's not a, that's not a rainbow written song. Um, but then they come they, they, the rest of the album, you know, all night long, killer riff. Love that riff. Song like Lost in Hollywood. It was just a lot of energy to it. But 
um, it, those kinds of songs, I, I really, really like the, the, the diversity of bringing in those Graham Bonnet songs in the middle of this list. All right, so now we have to set it up in a concert set list order. So I think um, last I week... I started it off You, last week. or previous episode, you started it off. Correct. So I'll get the odd numbers this week. Hmm... All right, we're going to go with Long Live Rock and Roll. No, I'm just kidding. So that's a bizarre way to <laughs> we'll start. start right off. <laughs> we're going to start with a veto. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. This is an interesting one for me. I almost feel like, and I, we were just talking about the song, I almost feel like All Night Long could be a, a, a starter. Because I know Death Alley Driver would probably be would make probably the most sense. It's kind of what I was one. thinking, huh? It's kind of what I was thinking. Right, I get that, but then I, I I think about like you know your, you know your, the everything's I don't know, you can't say quiet because it's never quiet at a concert, but you know like the light the lights go down, the crowd goes nuts. And all of a sudden, you rip into this killer riff. You know, it's not a necessarily... It's not a slow song. It's not a fast song. It's just a mid-tempo song. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I like Death Alley Driver. I keep wanting to say Death Valley Driver, the wrestling move. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Because, like, you know, Fire Dance was the, the was probably the quick song. I mean, that could be another choice to start the out song, the album. I mean, the the concert with. Um, you know what? Let's do that. Let's start with Fire Dance. Interesting. Okay. Get that over with. <laughs> Get it over with. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. You know, uh, here's my my other Metallica reference. You know, when they did the Black Album tour. That's the reason why they they started with Enter Sandman. Literally, James Heffield said, all right, let's get that song over with. And then they went into Creeping Death. And it's it's kind of funny. You think about it. I mean, why would you go into a song that's not necessarily fast? And Because Metallica was known for doing fast songs to start off every show. They went into Enter Sandman and then they went to Creeping Death. I thought that was brilliant, you know? But that's my opinion. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure they're tired of hearing Enter Sandman at this point. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was uh, looking at their latest um, set lists. I love what they did this year, or uh, this tour that they're doing. They're opening the shows with Whiplash. Hmm. That's awesome. And I believe Enter Sandman is like within the first five or first four or five songs. They they no longer close out the shows with it. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, they're closing out the show with Master of Puppets, which is like I don't think they ever did that. It's because it's on Stranger Things now. Maybe. <laughs> well, they had done this before Stranger Things had started that song. But I mean, it was well, like, I early, mean, no, I'm just saying earlier this year they they started doing that Master of Puppets thing. Yeah, but Stranger ago. Things has been planned for a year. 
or That's multiple true. you know years so, so yeah they may have known that it was coming out exactly anyway all um, right so we're going with fire dance all right let's see how do we take it from there then um let's go with starstruck starstruck I'm going to get the song in here one way or another. I think now we can go with All Night Long. Okay. Then it's probably time to slow things down a little bit. Um, so let's go with Stone Cold. Alrighty. Don't have a problem with that. So the question is, do we, when we speed it up again, how fast do we go? I like the fact that since Stone Cold is a slower kind of song, I think we want to rebuild. And as we rebuild, I think we can go into, let's say, Tarot Woman. What do you think? Um, Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. So let's see. We're, what, roughly halfway through the main, the main set? Uh, we're at song six, so we're almost at the halfway point of the main set. Um, how about I Surrender from Difficult to Cure? Okay. I Surrender, I Surrender. So that is a JoLynn Turner song. So we've done Fire Dance, which was uh, Joe, Starstruck, Ronnie James Dio, All Night Long, Graham Bonnet. So we hit the, the gamut there since we don't have any Doogie songs. Then we went to back to Joe, back to Ronnie, but I surrender, we went back to Joe. <sighs> so, let's see. What about Gates of Babylon at this point? It's fine. And that's going to be a, kind of a tough placement. I think it's a kind of a middle song, so I think that works there. All right, so, um, let's see. We've got what five more spaces in the main set, so we got to start th really thinking about what we want for the for the encore. Um, exactly. Right. Um, why don't we do "Jealous Lover" here? Okay. Jealous lover. You jealous lover. How about we go to Since You've Been Gone? I'm good with that. That was that was kind of what I was thinking on my last pick. But, so, I mean, it works out. Instead of eight, it being nine. <laughs> uh, let's see. So we have three more songs to complete the main set. Um, let's do Can't Let You Go. Okay, I, that works for me. You got to figure out a way, someplace to put it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's middle to end, I would think, in the set. So it's kind of perfect there. All right, so we're getting to that point now where we're trying to determine what we're going to close the main set list with and then what we're going to open the encore and close the show with. So... I th I kind of have an idea what I want at twelve. You you it's your choice on twelve. Okay. So, I say at this point we can go with 
stargazer for me at least that's the way i look at it because i think i have we have other songs that i think are better in the next four spots Hmm. because you're talking about we have kill the king left death alley driver long live rock and roll and man on a silver mountain i what were you thinking as number 12 I was thinking Long Live Rock and Roll. Okay. Because I mean, like we were both we were both hesitant to to put it in there at some point in the list. But it's one of those things where you kind of it's that call and response thing, you get the audience involved, you've you've thank you good night, you know, and then you've got some other songs that are that are going to bring you back into that mood. See, I was almost thinking "Long Live Rock and Roll" as the final song. Period. I mean, that's that's uh, that's not a bad thought either. You know what? Okay, I can see that. So here, here's kind of what I was thinking, and I'll just I'll run this by you and see what you think. So I mm-hmm. was thinking "Man on the Silver Mountain" as eleven, and then "Stargazer" as the closer. Because, like I said, it, it does have that impact where people want to hear that. It's that long song. It closes things out. But then you're expecting the encore after that. And there's some really good songs to start the encore with after that. So what do you think? Okay. I I, I don't have a problem with that. So Man on the Silver Mountain at 11, Stargazer at 12. Okay. Okay. I can live with that. So what's your your encore opener? Death Valley Driver. Death Alley Driver. <laughs> <laughs> so that would mean Kill the King and then Long Live Rock and Roll? Yep. I think that works. What do you think? I, I think that, that works real well. Because in a way, when you think about it, like... You come, you, you you come out for the encore. You do this uh, Death Alley Driver, and then you 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 come into a song that many people could possibly think is the last song, Kill the King, up tempo, killer song, no pun intended. <laughs> and but yet, there's one more song. What is that song? Hey, everybody, let's get involved. That that's a cool way to end the night. I think so. I mean, if if you're gonna end it with something. Um, it should be kind of the anthem, right? Like, right. Yeah. So okay, I, I I'm good with that. All right. So you want to read off the final list? I will read it off. Okay. Opening the show: Fire Dance. Number two: Star Struck. Number three: All Night Long. Number four: Stone Cold. Number five: Tarot Woman. Number six: I Surrender. Number seven, Gates of Babylon. Number eight, Jealous Lover. Number nine, Since You've Been Gone. Number 10, Can't Let You Go. Number 11, Man on the Silver Mountain. Number 12, Stargazer, which ends the main set. Then the encore opener is Death Alley Driver. Number 14, Kill the King. And then closing out the show is Long Live Rock and Roll. I like that. I do too. 
I guess it would have to be uh, Ronnie Romero singing all these. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's sure not going to be Joe Lynn Turner. <laughs> that's, that's true after the last all, uh, few years. All yeah. offended and shit. <laughs> oh, Joe, 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 Joe. Okay, well, that brings us to our big four Rainbow Alumni songs. So... Um, the qualifications for this big four is that any former member of Rainbow that wrote or performed a song outside of Rainbow is is eligible for this list. Preferably performed. Now, that does not necessarily mean that the person has to have sung, but they have to have performed on the song that we're going to pick. So um, what's your big four alumni songs? All right. So I'm going to list the song, the the member, the band, and then what album it was. So mine is the live version of Murder in the Skies, which featured Craig Gruber on bass. Um it was from Gary Moore on the We Want More live album. Um, that song is phenomenal. Uh, we don't talk much about Gary Moore on here, and I wanted to kind of like, I got the chance to talk about it, right? So <laughs> um, Craig Gruber was only on the first album with uh, Rainbow, uh, but he was, I believe, an elf before that. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, they were. It was basically Elf with Richie on yeah. guitar. All right, then I've got Headless Cross from the Headless Cross album uh, from Black Sabbath, which featured Cozy Powell on drums. Uh, I kind of tried to stay away from like the main, like the the mainstream bands for the most part, but um, I think Headless Cross is it's it's an underrated album from Black Sabbath. And it's from an era that most people don't think about. They think about the Ronnie era. They think about the Aussie era. But um, this was the best Tony Martin album. And Cozy Powell, always a great drummer. Um, Then I picked Island in the Sun, uh, which featured Graham Bonnet on Alcatraz uh, from the album No Parole from Rock and Roll. Um, Really great song. Alcatraz, uh, that first album featured... Uh, Ingve Malmsteen, which we really haven't talked about too much on here as well, uh, but very early in his career, and um, Graham Bonnet is a great vocalist and just pretty awesome song. And then um, another band we haven't really talked about, uh, I picked Eagle Heart from Stradivarius, uh, featuring Jens Johansson, uh, keyboardist, and that's off of Elements Part One. Uh, I love Eagle Heart. One of my favorite, um, what's what's the genre? Um, um, progressive metal bands, and uh, I just I I think it's definitely one you need to listen to. So each of these songs, uh, again, "Murder in the Skies," "Headless Cross," uh, "Island in the Sun," and "Eagle Heart," definitely pick out all those songs and give them a listen. Wow, that's um, definitely diverse. And that's definitely some alumni. So that definitely everything you picked qualifies. 
man, that is really different. So that's digging deep. That's deeper than I dug. <laughs> <laughs> like I just scratched the grass <laughs> on, the, on mine. Um, but that's really deep. And that's, it's a great list. I, I, I definitely uh, wasn't thinking about two of those. We had mentioned Alcatraz and we talked about Black Sabbath before, but I, we had not talked about Stradivarius or Gary Moore. Um, all right, so my list is not so diverse and not so far down the rabbit hole of, of deep tracks, but um, there there's no crossover, but there is a mention from one of your bands to my next pick. My number four song uh, is Heaven Tonight with Jolyn Turner on vocals. Uh, Ingve Malmsteen's Rising Force is the name of the band. Um, so that's where the, the link is to Alcatraz. Um, it was just, it was, a, it was pr- probably to this day the biggest quote unquote hit that Malmsteen has had. Um, not that he's ever really looked for a hit because that's just not his thing. But that is probably the biggest, most accessible song that he had. Uh, it was an MTV video song, you know, hit. Um, and then, you know, there's other songs that I thought were pretty cool, but that's the biggest hit. All right. Number three is I Don't Know. Uh, with Bob Daisley on bass, written by Bob Daisley, Ozzy Osbourne, Lee Kerslake, and Randy Rhodes, featured on Ozzy Osbourne's first album, Blizzard of Oz. Um, that's my favorite Ozzy song. And to know that Don Air, uh, not Don Air, to know that Bob Daisley uh, was was this, the the lyric writer and, and and one of the songwriters is is good to know. And number two, this is a song that. I heard on MTV, saw the video for, and it's such a cool little story in the song. I, I really have, have been attracted to the song the entire to this day. It's a song called "Fine Fine Day" by Tony Carey, and this is a solo song by Tony Carey um, that uh, was had it was a small little minor MTV hit, and I thought it was really really cool song. Um, and then last but not least, um, how can we not have a big four list of alumni and not include Ronnie James Dio? I'm picking the last in line because one, that's one, that's one of my favorite Dio songs. And it also had Jimmy Bain on there. So that's also another alumni from rainbow. So there's my big four rainbow alumni songs. Gotcha. Yeah, you took a different approach than I did for sure, but awesome songs. So, very good. Yeah, the I the whole reason why I had that list was because of Fine Fine Day. Okay. <laughs> I you know, I it's it's a it's a got a really cool keyboard part on that song. Um I don't know if you've ever heard the song or not. Um but that's the reason why I bought this uh a CD called The Rainbow Family Album because it had that song on it. Okay, and I was like, I, because I, I, you know, when I wasn't part of the record store, um, I always was interested in that song, and it was one of those albums that just it came and went, came went turned into a cutout, and you never saw it again. So I could never find it, and then this import album called Rainbow Family Album popped up in the record store one day, and I'm like, oh, I have to have this. I mean, I pay, probably paid twenty, fifteen bucks for it because after discount, um. 
just to have that one song because everything else is kind of like, eh, you know, some of this alumni. Yeah, I got some of these songs already, but that was the song I was looking for. So I'll have to give it a listen. I, I'm not sure if I've heard it before, but I don't think so. Yeah, and I and, and you mentioned something we don't talk enough about Gary Moore, and that's absolutely the truth. We don't talk a lot about Gary Moore, and I think at some point we're gonna do a blues rock episode uh, because there's just too much out there that we don't talk about. I mean, a guitar player like Gary Moore, who's been influential in the heavy metal scene, mm-hmm. a guitar player like Stevie Ray Vaughan, who's been influential in the metal scene. These are guys that don't play metal. Um, and Gary came close because he's done some stuff in the metal genre or very, very hard rock genre, put it that way. But he was such an inspiration to many, many, many metal guitarists. Absolutely. That we do need to have some sort of episode like that. All right. Well, that's our Big Four Rainbow Alumni songs. And that is the end of this episode of Debating Metal. So as always, remember to subscribe, download, like, or do whatever you have to to listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget, you can interact with us by commenting on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can send us a DM as well. If you listen to us on YouTube, be sure to leave us a comment, or you can just send us an email to debatingmetal at gmail.com. So remember to tune in to the next episode where we spark up another exciting metal debate. On behalf of Kenneth and myself, stay safe, and always turn it up to 11. See ya.